I've always felt different. I've always seen things, but when I tried to express them as a child, I was always told to ignore it. There were people that I didn't know that came to me and said, I have this message that I keep getting that I have to deliver to you. All of a sudden, out of the shadows, a homeless man just jumped right in front of me, and he said, I'm a soul just like you. I love it. I wanted to understand the universe and who and what we are and what are we doing here. We're all part of this amazing soul wave tapping into each other. This was a major life changer. You are a light. You have helped me a ton. Thank you. You've given me the courage to live more from my soul. Millions of people are awakening. So wake up with Michelle Miche. Be pleased to hear the best-selling authors and experts in the fields of cutting-edge self-help, personal growth, metaphysics, and spirituality. The soul path of awakening. Understand what living awake is. Wake up, everyone. Time to wake up. Can you hear the wake-up gong? (laughs) Wake up. Shifting into high gear. Hello, hello, everyone. I see people in the chat. Sounds like an interesting show. I haven't even looked. I've been doing Patreon uh, how-tos, vids, content, whatever you want to say. I've been diving deep. Those of you that are in my Patreon, we got a lot going on, a lot of new stuff coming in, and... um, a lot of stuff coming in. So I'm uh, moving my blog there, too, because I can't get into my blog. So <laughs> It just seems like a lot of people that are in Patreon are very dedicated. I'm getting a lot of great feedback by pa- from the Patreon uh, community email. And um, so I feel people are ready for next-level stuff. So... Gonna do it. Gonna do it. Gonna do it. Gonna do it. Hello, everyone. I just kind of dived into that because I saw people in the chat, and um, I'm a little late. Um, whoops. There we go. There's my reminder. <laughs> I am in a multitasking day. Let me just tell you that. Let me just tell you, I am in a multitasking day. But it's going great. I'm really enjoying my day. I hope everyone is as well. Hope you guys are. You're enjoying your day. So uh, let's get to it, shall we? Shall we? Now, call in number 347-539-5122. Press 1 on the keypad. Now, if you don't press 1... And I don't, hi, Teresa, I just saw her, and then she's out. Okay. Well, anyway. Okay. Hi, everyone. <laughs> okay. I'm getting excited, too, because we're getting closer to being able to extend Awakenings to YouTube. If you haven't yet, please subscribe to Awakenings with Michelle Mache podcast on YouTube and also my Soul Insights and Tarot on YouTube and get the notifications. really just helps to even get seen on the algorithm. And, um, yeah, so <laughs> we're doing it, gang. We're branching out. We're going to have – everybody's going to have a little role to play, too, if you want to with getting out there and doing your thing, 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 your soul thing. 
again, 347-539-5122 is the number. If you want to listen by phone, that's great. But if you have a question, a comment, you want to say hi, or you want a reading, you have to press 1 on the keypad. I do have now a lot of people that did my, the workshop. What was it last week, two weeks ago, whenever it was? We did the healing light session with sound uh, and light. Yeah, healing light session with light and sound. We're doing another version with uh, emphasis on the chakra system, still through the subtle energy and dimensional healing, dimensional soul source healing. You can find out more information if you're interested by going to soulplayground.life. I think it's courses and classes or events and classes or events and courses. Um, I'll also be doing an email. So if you're interested in finding out, you can go to info at soulplayground.life or just email me there, info at soulplayground.life and say I'm interested or put me on the list. I already had three planned, but I'm glad that quite a few people asked, when are you going to do another one? I want to do another one. But the guides gave me three sessions uh, one with the key code, uh, finishing off one bulk of key codes. And I found some people are still using their key codes um, consciously. So that's kind of good to know. Let's see what else. Come follow me on Instagram. I think that's it. That's it for the housekeeping. Anything, awakenings, guest suggestions, topic suggestions, you can always email me at awakeningspodcast at gmail.com. I um, also want to thank some people, um, actually new subscribers on uh, YouTube that, let me see if I get your name, That because uh, I asked for other readings. So Azure, DNA Wellness, thank you very much. I am going to be doing those readings that you requested, tuning in uh, to God and um which we do anyway, that's really, it's all God, uh, and Galactic Messages and with the Ascended Masters. And since I do work with Ascended Masters and I have worked with the Galactic Federation through Ashtar Command, um, I had in quite a while ago, but I'm going to tap back in uh, when I was in England uh, and then in Chicago, uh, did some work with that group of beings and I'll dive in because Ashtar Command, it's actually, a, it's actually a group, soul over soul. It's a group of energies, beings, through channeled through one source. So it's very interesting, very interesting energy. And, you know, I'll be definitely um, in the Soul Path Metaphysics and Spiritualism Salon on Patreon, definitely sharing more on that. But I will be doing a reading. So I just want to thank, because a lot of people starting to listen to the podcast from YouTube, and those of you that are from Awakenings here, this podcast and now um, subscribed to my YouTube channel, I just want to say thank you and also thank you, not just for subscribing and getting the notifications and being encouraging and supportive, but those of you that have also, well, one, some of you have given me nice donations, which is very sweet of you and very uh, helpful for all the other, all the extracurricular work that I do or work purpose. Um, but also for suggesting the readings, what kind. I love that. I love that. So anytime, you guys, I don't care, whether it's on this on this podcast or um, 
you know, for YouTube or Instagram, you want, hey, would you post about this or would you talk about this or would you do a live on this? I'm totally down for that, totally open and receptive to it and, and do appreciate that kind of input, um, encouragement, participation, but also inspiration. Um, Ashtar came in for you when I was doing my spiritual journey in the Black Hills. Interesting, Sue. Well, here's the thing. I'm going to say I'll tell a little story, and then we'll get to callers. Again, 347-539-5122. I had no clue who Ashtar was or Ashtar Command and on the ship, right? And I, I think I've been very – I'm very grateful. I mean, I'm not even very. I'm extremely grateful that a lot of my experience have happened before I read books or even before there was the Internet or, or a lot of this was on the Internet. Because in the early Internet or interwebs, this kind of information wasn't out there. Those of you that remember AOL chat rooms and this and that, what was out there was mostly business stuff, uh, gaming, chat rooms, um, you know, websites really didn't start taking off till late 90s and early early 2000s. I think I was one of the early adopters. Uh, adapter to the interweb, interwebs, I think my first website was 1999. Um, but it, what happened was I was doing this some deep work, traveling, uh, astral travels, deep healing work, and all of a sudden this energies, I was ascending and almost very much extended out of my denser physical body and these I was in the center of these beings and if it just felt like I was being um what's the word um just like subsumed by the energy right and my my guide the person that was helping me Jane Jane Chilks uh, I was like, what's going on? What? And I was getting pulled in. I was getting literally my pulled out of my body. But I. But it, the thing is, it just startled me. But I wasn't scared. It startled me. And I remember Jane saying, "You don't have to go. Don't go. Don't go." And I'm like, and in my blunt way, my Mercury and Leo. You'll appreciate this divine mystic in the chat as an astrologer. My Mercury and Leo. My Mercury. Conjunct Uranus. Uranus conjunct my Mercury, right? Um, Pluto conjunct my sun. I'm like, who the hell are you? <laughs> because it was so off-putting, and it came through Ashtar. I'm Ashtar Command. Uh, so we did some inner work and in connecting uh, with them or, or that being, group being. And then um, this was one of the first times that I was, in, in living in Europe. And when I came back, there was some book out. Maybe you know what it is, Sue. And Ashtar Command, it was a big thing in the States. Ashtar, Ashtar. Everybody was Ashtar, Ashtar, Ashtar Command. And they're like, oh, is this real? And I'm like, you know, had I not had this, I would have just thought it was another thing people get hooked on because a lot of times people do get hooked on stuff or they tell stories uh you know, in this world, in this kind of field. But uh, Sue, what is Sue saying in the chat now? Mercury conjunct, right? But divine, but with the Mercury conjunct Uranus, sometimes things just pop out. You know, it's really hard. I, I, I never know what's going to pop out. 
um, you either, oh, interesting, Sue, interesting. Yeah, one time, I can't believe this, and I was in, like, Flint. I was I was a, a friend of mine, her neighbor was part of this Grand Long Beach Grand Prix, and I'll never forget, they'd met me, they liked me, they wanted me on this, whatever it is, whatever they do, the girls for the Grand Prix, walk around, go to parties, whatever you do. But I was young, so I thought, oh, this is this will be fun. But I was also metaphysical and spiritual still. I had, you know, I was having visions. I was psychic, you know, my my stuff. But so, what do I do? I cannot believe it. I was coached on exactly what to say. Everything. Of course, it really wasn't my world. I mean, yes, I've been to, I've been to all kinds of things. I've been to motocross. I've been to uh, grand prix. I've been to. Boat races, yacht sailing. Yeah, you know, I'll, I'll I like everything. I like to try things, but I'm not one to go on a regular basis to the track and zoom, zoom, zoom. The cars are going round and round. Or horses. I've been to horse racing and all that. But again, it's not really my thing. And actually, the horse racing, which was funny, I kept psychically picking numbers or tell or which horse was going to win and telling them to my friends, their parents were with, with some parents, and they were winning. And then I thought, you know what? I'm going to bet on. Um, problem is an empath. I just don't like being around that because I don't think. I mean, I know horses like doing things for humans. They love being helpful. I just didn't get the vibe that they liked the the racing. I don't know what all goes on with that. But uh, yeah, so that was <laughs> that was. That was that, so as a as an empath. But anyway, what happened with the Grand Prix thing was I'd been coached, rehearsed, I knew what to say. So I, I was, put it this way, I was I was in as one of the Grand Prix girls or whatever they called them, with a queen, crown, whatever you call it. But when I got there, I guess in my nerves, my truth came out. They asked, who do I most admire? I think I said God or Jesus. I can't even believe it. Two people, and who else? And then my grandfather. My grandfather, Henry Torres, Enrique Torres, which I did admire. I couldn't believe it. And my friends and the neighbors, I, I choked, basically. And so my spirituality came out. That's what happens with me. When I get stressed or something happens, I, that's what, I, you know, that's what comes out. Um. Even when I used to party, you know, be at clubs and whatever, I, what comes out when I'm tips, it would be spiritual. Let's meditate, or just or proselytizing, getting on my soapbox, channeling comes through. So yeah, you never know. I guess the, the, with the Uranus in Leo, it's hard to lie. Stuff just tumbles out, fortunately or unfortunately. Um. Let's see, Sue is saying, I could tap into this energy in a higher level. I don't know if it activated my kundalini, but my body was on full dose vibrations. Well, probably, I mean, kundalini is just that creative, that life force energy, the, you know, the coil. The, the galactic, Ashtar is part of the galactic uh, center, galactic command, I guess you would call it, the galactic federation. Um, definitely a, an aspect of ascended masters, but I am feeling it's so interesting that 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 YouTube subscriber uh, Azure DNA Wellness, thank you again, 
tapped into actually some of the energies I've been wanting to bring. I work with them on my own, but have been wanting to bring through again or been guided to bring through again uh, for people, you know. And one one example is these um, healing session workshops that I'm doing with Grace O. Uh, we both are activators or trans, you know, transmitters do transmissions. But it's just interesting that the guides came. Every now and then they come through with certain sessions, healing, focuses, approaches, workshops, whatever you want to call it, for myself uh, to do. They put me through it. And then for the people that I'm working with or that are drawn, that have a resonance to do the deeper inner work with me. And it usually has to do with next steps of what's coming up. It's a preparation for what's, because that's what I came here to do, basically. And those of you that have known me for so long, I've been doing this for so long, can see the progression of what you've been prepared for and what you've been doing individually, personally, but also in your own life path and your career. You now, a lot of people I work with see now how, they are now, they have the tools of what to do and how to channel these higher vibrational frequency energies in whatever they're doing. It doesn't matter if they're a secretary, a CEO, receptionist, or whatever, politician, a teacher, an accountant. It doesn't matter. The, you know, but you have to understand that, and I'm going to say this again, and I'm going to jump to callers, but it's not always the people with the highest level of consciousness are not always the one with the bestseller books, well-known, on TV, uh, huge YouTube subscribers, having their own podcast. It's all, consciousness is really a behind-the-scenes thing. It's an inside job. And it's understanding what one is doing to tap into that higher level of consciousness and awareness and light and to be able to use it, to wield it for the good of themselves and, you know, all of, you know, humanity or what, and also in individual situations. Um, it also requires constant work, but you love it. You love what you do and you have the tools so you just know, oh, I'm processing for this or this, I'm doing this or using this tool, I'm doing this. You know, so I'm very aware when I'm doing my own work or getting worked on or what, that I'm not just doing it for me. It's not just coming through me. It's those around me, those I work with and those that are coming up later. I mean, really, it's for the next generations. And, and uh, there is that saying, and I don't know, I think it might be a Chinese proverb. I don't know. I, if anybody knows, let me know. Email me, put it in the chat, leave it in a comment on Instagram or something. But the idea that you plant a seed for that tree even though you don't see it, you know, the, the huge whatever, redwood or oak tree or whatever it is, that takes years to be to shade, you know, um, a property or a community or whatever, you're not, we're not going to see that, at least in this incarnation, in this lifetime. We'll see it and feel it, you know, interdimensionally, obviously. Um, and if you choose to come back, if you're meant to come back, you'll experience it in, you know, in a different form. But we really have to get that idea, and I know in one of the native traditions, or indigenous traditions, it's said that it might be Cherokee, I'm not sure, but seven generations, they think ahead. And, you know, and also, by the way, the cobble, the elites, trilateral, they think 
seven generations ahead too. So there is something very metaphysical of seven generations. It's very powerful that what we're doing is seeding for seven generations. So if you think about what your decisions, and I try to a lot, you know, I, I'm not always great at it, but I do try to think of what I'm doing, what I'm consuming, what I'm buying. Do I really need that or another one of this? Because that one more thing in the landfill. Do I need all this stuff or clutter or junk, you know? Because it's it's junking up the ethers. Do I need to buy this or that? You know, sometimes I do. <laughs> and then I hold on to it longer, you know? So thinking seven generations is very helpful. Thinking that you're not just doing this sometimes very difficult, challenging work or inner work or things that you're going through, as we're changing these patterns, we're changing and releasing condition response patterns. We're getting rid of conditioning. And yes, it's, we can feel the good parts of that, that it feels better and our life is freer and more life enhancing, but the real payoff will be when those patterns are gone and they only become gone because we've worked on them to get them out. So another thing in the understanding in the work that I'm doing now with, with grace in these healing light, we're working with light, sound, tone, and vibration, uh, and then I'm also working energetically, is that the DNA. We are now starting to get into the subtle energy DNA. So we're getting into other strands beyond the 12, Okay. So it's very interesting because that's where the activation points are, and that's a big word I've been using, activating. I'm activating. There's an activation that's taking place to extend it more into the subtle energy, to be living more through the subtle energy. So we're becoming less dense and less condensed, and that's activating higher, not only higher dimensions uh, through the etheric and astral, but also the, the abilities you know, if you want to call it gifts and abilities that come with that kind of activation and using other parts of the brain that we don't normally use. Okay. Oh, bird tribe, Sue. I'm part of the bird tribe. Oh, my God. Oh, Sue. Yes, called the bird tribe. While you. Oh, I love No wonder Sue was so connected. And I think there is a book I read years ago on the bird tribe, but Paulo is also part of the bird tribe, by the way. So, wow, see? We're starting, all, we're all meeting up again. Here we go. Um, yeah, and the ley lines. I, well, I worked in England. In fact, I was interviewed on a few radio programs for um, uh, clearing ley lines. Yeah, wink, wink, wink. What a that's a coincidence, synchronicity. Wink, wink. All right, three four seven five three nine five one two two. Let's get to callers. Here we go with the first one. Hello, you're on air. Hi, this is Leslie calling from Holly Springs, Mississippi. Hi, Leslie. Welcome. Yeah, I'm I'm doing fine. I'm working from home today since classes are oh, canceled nice. down here at at the small college here in Holly Springs. Oh, okay. Why they were canceled? Yeah, but inclement weather. Ah, okay. Okay. Got it. So, did you yeah. have a question or a comment? 
Yeah, yeah, I have a question. I've been very happy at my present job here. I've been here for almost a year, nine and a half months. I'm going to be getting a vehicle here in the next six weeks, and I have a pretty good feeling that I'm gonna get a vehicle to be a good fit for me. And I know I'm respected by my peers and supervisors and students that I'm probably gonna get another one-year contract this summer. And my biggest concern is I'm looking for a significant other, a a nice female in my age group. So I do want to go outside my race since I am African-American. Do you see that happening this year, me getting into a relationship? Okay, let's look for Leslie. Let's see, Leslie. Well, I do see you activating more, getting out and about more, and doing more socializing, especially maybe March, but more like April, May, and in through the, the summer months. So groups are good. Oh, yeah, looks good. You're getting out. That's good. You are Whatever you're doing, that does seem to bring in some – I want to see if there's one main significant other. I definitely feel there's going to be some friends, female friends or people that you're dating or going out with are quite friendly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so let's see. looks like more like around April someone coming in. I feel like it's at some kind of function. So it could even be a, a dance or a party. There's definitely music. Um, I see like those conference tables or long tables with coverings on them. So it, it could be even outdoors uh, or indoor, outdoor, because mm-hmm. I'm seeing also a little. It may even be at your school. It could be some function there that you guys are putting on that you happen to be a part of. So what I'm hearing for you is make sure you're following through on invitations and even things like volunteering or because I, I see like there's like a list of people that are doing something. And I do feel you meeting someone to start dating. That, that's what I'm getting right now. So anything like that that comes up, I would definitely venture in that way because that's, that's where I see you meeting someone. Okay. Mhm. Yeah. Because yeah, I've been. Yeah, because I'm. I'm so happy right now at my job that I know I'm going to get another one-year contract. It's from year to year, and I feel that I'm. I'm a great fit for them, and they're a great fit for me because I'm well respected. Mhm. So just get out. Just get out there. Like you know, keep just get out there. And it sounds like you're ready, you know, and that's always a good sign. I, I just today in my meditation, um, I did a walking meditation. I did a couple of videos for the Soul Path Seekers and Soul Path Journeyers on my Patreon, and I was talking about activation. It's a time of activating. So that really is taking activation. And astrologically, there's a lot of, you know, signs that have, you know, or planets that have moved forward um, and key signs. So... Yeah, just move forward on it. Keep us posted, Leslie. Have a great day. Enjoy the rest Thank of you, your Michelle. day. Thank you, Michelle. You're welcome. Look. Hi, you're on air. Hi. Thank you for taking my call, uh, Michelle. Um, how are you doing? 
I am absolutely doing great. Great. Great day. Okay. Yeah, thank you Good. for asking. You're so welcome. Um, um, now, I'm I'm not sure, may I ask for a general or do I need to be more specific? Do a question because these are just little, these are mini reads, you know, so. Okay. Um, yeah, it opens, like I say, it opens the channel. The question opens the channel. Okay, well, um, um I would like to know, um, when do you see me getting another contract, um, a due contract um, in health, in the health profession? I've been working in the health health profession for almost 20 years, so I haven't had a contract in about one and a half weeks, maybe three, and I just want to see, do you see me getting something soon? Okay. And give me your name again. Patricia. Patricia, okay. I don't think you did give it to me. Okay. Okay, so let me see. Okay, is this one ending? It ended um, about... Oh, it ended, okay. Two and a half, yeah, two and a half, three weeks ago, yes. Okay, because it shows an ending with a contract, and then there's a bit of a space, and then you get another one. So I feel like you're not going to get one right away. Um, let's see, when is, oh, yeah, you're definitely getting one, though, saying not to worry, take all, you know, you're probably going to be contacting some people or putting your name in again or emailing. I do feel like you're going to be on some kind of list. It almost feels like there's a, there's a, it's almost like roulette or something, but, but not by chance. There is a list. There could be someone in front of you is what I'm hearing. Um, But she does show you getting one. So you may email or say, hey, I'm willing or I'm ready or this one ended, I'm ready for another. There's some kind of communication back and forth. And then there's a little bit of a stall. I can hear someone saying, well, we don't have something, whether they write it or whatever. I'm hearing. And then it's coming. So when it comes in, it comes in kind of quickly is what I'm hearing. Let's see. After the break, this year, when is the next one? Might be March, but it might be more like April. It's it's not real soon. There's a space in between. Oh. Yeah. Have you been talking? Have you been reaching out? Yes, I actually talked to um, someone this morning. From you know the last contract, it's the same. It's the same people agency, oh, and okay. um, they told me that they are talking to um, some facilities. They haven't quite, um, I guess, finalized you know and got the okay, yep. but they got new places that are closer. Okay. They do have a couple of contracts, but they're like two hours out, and that's Okay. too far. It's not worth it, the, you know, the, the money for to go so far yeah. out because I could get that type of money. Well, I can definitely right say you're here. getting something, and, and you're just confirming what I'm hearing psychically because I'm hearing com- I'm hearing talking. Da, 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 da. I'm hearing people, oh, you know, and talking mm-hmm. to you and talking to other people. So I do feel like they filled one already, probably right before yours completed, right? And so yes. the, I would say the next one that they get, the next one that's coming in, 
uh, you'll get. I'm not getting okay. a lot on time. The bigger timing I'm getting is April. There could be something also in March. I don't know, but it could be some things that are further away. Because, yeah. like I said, it's, it shows some kind of offer. So it may be that you're on in talks and on the fence, and then the other one comes in. But it definitely shows you getting something. There's no doubt about okay. it. That That is for sure. And, and, and real quick, Please, Michelle, I, I understand if you can't. I, I, I haven't been in a relationship for about four years, and I just want to know, do you see that beautiful uh, lifetime partner? So I'm ready. Soulmate, I'm, yeah, you're ready. Yes, Everyone's yes. ready. I, I'm going to say this year, it started. I started seeing the coming together last year, but I, I'm going to say I do feel a lot of people getting partnered this year, between the, especially those that are listening right now, between now and the next, I would say, couple of years, it feels like there's a mass exodus of people leaving, moving, big changes, and one of those is partners, you know. Okay. Um, I want to make sure I get to other people, but let's see. Right now you're a little um, dating or meeting someone. Yeah, I'm going to say with you, so there must be, when, when I look at stuff like this, um, I see that things are, you know, they happen, because we all have to have some resonance to be connecting together. Yes. So there definitely is the energy of activation and getting out and about. And so what I would say is find everyone that's listening, I mean, including you, Patricia, but this is a great question to bring in. Um is we need, whether it's partnership, romantic, love, whatever, activate. Just be out. Go out. Be out mm-hmm. and about. Go out of your circle. Socialize. Say hi to people. Yes. There is this energy of connecting right now. So if you're putting your energy out there in the world, it will most likely be picked, you know, be picked up through this activation cycle that we're in. So that will bring the right people, the right situations, colleagues, collaborations. So for you, whatever that means, you have to get out. It's almost like a reaching out, and then your light gets stronger, and the universe can see it, and then it, the pairing comes in. So that's what I would say for you. It, it, you've got to get out of your routine a bit is what I'm hearing individually for you. You've got to get out of your routine. Okay. Thank you so okay. much, Michelle. Blessings. Yeah. I love you. And I look forward to hearing and speaking with you again. Thank you yes, so much. Yes, me too. <laughs> Thank you, Patricia. Lots of love. Bye. Lots of love. Bye-bye. Hi, you're on air. Hello, hello. Oh, Michelle, Michelle, Michelle. It's Sunray. Okay. It's so great to Hi. hear from you. I'm going to dive in right now. First off, I wanted okay, to good. let you know I love watching um, you on YouTube and watching you grow. I'm super excited oh, for you. your YouTube podcast live sessions. That's going to be, oh, my gosh, I'm just counting down the days until that, um, until you go live with that. <laughs> Thank you. Me too. And I love that. I love people seeing me grow. I mean, it's just, yeah. oh, you know, individually, my, you know, mentally, emotionally. So thank you for that. Thank you for that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean <laughs> if, we're, if 
when you grow, I grow, we all grow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but I also wanted to update you on um, some advice you'd given me at the beginning of this month. You'd mentioned um, just kind of like dropping into the ninth and eighth dimension, so like that full star chakra about like three feet above the head, listening to some yes. of your meditations to kind of yes. find balance. And it's been, wow, that's like a Whoa. prescription <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> right there. <laughs> Wow, um, yeah. then I have some new things that have popped up in my life since utilizing this new tool. Um, yes, and I'm just curious to know if you have any guidance now from this. Um, so because it's been um, dropping into these dimensions, I'm also seeing clearly the distinctions in my life, that 3D and 5D level. Um, mm-hmm. And it's hard to live in those densities the densities are like really harder to live in them. So I'm like removing myself away from them faster. Um, with this though, and with my friend group and my tribe that I've been with, um, we've been noticing, because we've also been practicing this, we've been noticing these lights that just will appear. We'll be like talking and then we'll see like this, what looks like a neon street go in front of us. We're not on, like, any psychedelics. We're not on any no, alcohol or any cannabis. And we're just, like, and, you know, we'll have to have a conversation, and all of a sudden me and my friend will just look over and be like, did you all see that? And it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, like, and we're just like, okay, so we're not going crazy. Um, and then me personally, when I'm meditating and then I open up my eyes, I see this geometrical pattern form in front of me in midair. Um, oh. And... It startled me because I'm like, what is this? What's going on? And I'm, I'm like, I don't know who to talk to about this. don't know who to reach out to because most people might be like, okay, you're, no, we're not going to talk. Or um, they just don't understand it. Or I'm like, okay, I don't know what to do from this. But this has been increasing over the past month. Last year was kind of a thing, but now it's more frequently almost like on a daily basis. I don't know if is this my guides coming to me in physical form, or what are you picking up on this? Usually, what the you could be seeing parts of yourself, the other dimensional, or through the subtle energy. But also, what you're starting to see is the matrix of the world and of the universe. It is light. It is slower and faster moving light. You might have heard my stories that I've shared when I've. Channel, channeling and so extended out that literally things that were supposed to be um, concrete, like even being in a bus holding on to the railings, it starts to dematerialize. Yes, you know? yes. Or shoes yes. at Neiman oh, Marcus vibration. starts having colors mm-hmm. and different patterns. So this is exciting, and this is the, one of the things that I try to share, like when people say, well, um, you know, when we like when we cross over, we go to this school, we're sitting down, and we're getting, and I'm like, who's sitting down? You don't have a body. You're just this matrix. And on a soul level, which is kind of hard to digest in a way, we are just this energetic vibrational matrix. We really are these fractals that somehow are encoded with certain tones, sounds, frequencies, and energies that as it gets stepped down or denser, as it descends, takes a different shape and form like thoughts, 
ceilings and, and, and some type of density, a formation. So mm. when you start tapping it, yes, see, so it's very interesting because people mm. talk about, oh, learning lessons or this lifetime, you know, I'm learning that my soul came to do this. It's almost like music that is pre-played and pre-recorded in a way and then plays out. Mm. It's all notes. And then we assign the song. We assign the words to the song. Right. Those are the thoughts in the that human in a form and yeah, the a human, more like mm-hmm. a. Uh, oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh yeah, ahead. it just it it makes sense. Like when we're the uh, sound, the music um, lives in the etheric, and the channeler person creating the song, whether it's a musician, formulates those thoughts and moves those patterns together and it becomes a song. So that's kind of like what you're saying, the higher dimension coming down, descending into physical form or like the thought of creating a house, of making a chair. The chair is a chair, but it is a chair because of the thought that became, that was formed in a person's mind from the Akashic into something that can be touched in the physical form. Yes but really manifested yes. from a non-physical form. Yes, and still holds a, is still moving. We have, this is where group agreement comes in, and this is why we're so powerful as manifestors. As we individually get out of a certain group think, that changes. That's the only really way to change things. There has to be enough resonance on the etheric and astral for it to manifest. So that's why things change. And, you know, they, there's that German word, the zeitgeist, or, or Rupert Sheldrake talks about the morphogenic field. Once thing, things is enough in the unified field of consciousness, it becomes a thing, you know. And, and we can see this even with words, how the, the meaning can change. So if enough people thought that a chair was something else, and, and, it, and it gained enough resonance, enough traction energetically, it would be something we would all call it and see it and experience it as something else. So this is why it's so powerful to understand as we start feeling and seeing things differently and calling it a different name and, and it gains that traction because it's the, it's the most life-enhancing, then that becomes the thing. That becomes the way. That becomes the, the, the group agreement, you know, on a... On a mainstream consciousness level yeah so it sounds like you're tapping into that now the first yes yes that's why the whole idea is getting out of the system though some people need to fight the system and 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 pick it and whatever it is protest and and all that all that serves a purpose but it would do nothing if there weren't individuals that become groups of people that start seeing a different vision having a different intention you know, kind of like Martin Luther mm. King's "I Have a Dream." You know, so enough people oh, that see yeah. that, oh yeah, that's how that's how yeah. that's wow. what you they really don't want us to know. The seventh generation. Yeah, of course. Yes, because and that's what a, a certain group doesn't want people to know because that is extremely powerful. You can change the whole trajectory if you have enough mm. juice enough juju as as an individual, you could change a whole trajectory. Oh, yeah. And we, oh, and we have examples of that. Of that. <laughs> right? But imagine us doing that consciously and coming together and knowing this. You mm. see, that changes the whole game powerful. on the planet. Mm. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. that change. Mm-hmm. So you're tapping also into this part of you, the the less the undifferentiated is what we call it metaphysically. The part of you that isn't differentiated or put into a a form. You know, you're tapping mm-hmm. into that part of you which is also part of the you know, unified field of consciousness. Wow. Okay. Thank you. Wow, that's yeah. information. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Sunray. Thank you yeah, for that absolutely. wonderful activation. Yeah. Oh, Sue is saying in the chat, sounds wonderful. Yeah, it does, Sue, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you so, so much, Michelle. Um, I'm going to let you go. <laughs> okay, big hug. I can't wait to connect with you soon. Big hug. <laughs> yeah, me too. Big hug. Bye. Right. Bye-bye. Hi, you're on air. Thank you so much for taking my call. Hi, you're welcome. What's your first name? Catherine. Catherine. Hi, Catherine. What's your question? Hi. Yes, thank you. I'm, I'm looking for a change. Um, I was wondering if you see a move um, this year, possibly. I was thinking of either California or Italy. Ooh. Yeah. See, that's and I'm a in nice... New York currently. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, either of those is good. So I definitely do see a move, whether this year or or next. It does it does show a a move around you, change a change in lifestyle and maybe even career. If you're not working, I feel you are going to be working. There is something that you're going to be doing. Um. Yeah, you're definitely moving. You're just in the kind of the planning phase of it. I think more is going in July. More is going to move. There's going to be more movement, maybe around you know even Leo time. I would say you're definitely talking to someone. So I don't know if you're going to visit one of the places or something, but it does show that there's more movement or traction on this goal. Is what I'm hearing. Wow. Okay. Yes. So there definitely yes. is a move, but it, you're just in the big, very, very, maybe just the thinking phase. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, that's why I'm not sure yet which place I wanted to ask um, some friends in California if they might help me get a job. Um, oh, you're or, definitely going to get a job. So, yeah. Yeah. So you're definitely doing that. So just... You hear monkey? Monkey, what do you have to say? Yes, she's moving. Yeah, so you're just in the phase. (laughs) (laughs) So you're definitely doing it. You're doing it the right way. Check things out. Get you know, have people help you. I definitely see you getting a job. Um, It may Mm -hmm. be more California first, because I definitely Mm -hmm. see that you're going to be getting a a a, um, a job. So the job seems to be important. Oh, uh, yes, yes. Oh, excellent. I'm excited. All right, sweetie. <laughs> yes, Thank yes. You. Enjoy and keep us posted. Bye. I will. Thank you. Many blessings. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, waiting to see. Let's see. Hi, you're on air. Hey, Michelle. This is Bree. Hey, Bree. Welcome. Hey, hey. Uh, I also just... 
wanted to give a shout-out to Sunray. Thanks, Sunray, for asking that question. We um, all hung out last night, and we're just seeing all the energy popping off. Yes. Yeah. Yay. Oh my so gosh. So you were huge clarification for us. Oh, very cool. Oh, thank you for calling in with it. Yeah, I'm I oh, I got goosebumps all over. And it does get you we are getting less and less dense. That's why it's harder to do certain things. So that's definitely a part of it. Then we seem to get like a, wow. a an adjustment and alignment where we kind of find a new center and then can do some denser things, get some mundane or 3D things done, but, yeah, that's definitely, wow. it, 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 it's, mean, a, it's a process, I mean, right? We've been feeling, yeah, it's just, it's a whole new world, it's feeling like. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. My husband and I are actually really feeling this push to, you know, really break through and get out of that 3D matrix. Um, we are looking to start our own business, possibly we're looking into making these um, mantra mirrors that have to do with like crystals and pairing mantras with the mirrors. And we're also looking to start a podcast. And so I'm, I'm trying to find some insight on that. If you can see it through at all with that. Okay. Let's look and see. And one thing to remember though, also is that the, you're bringing this all in, the 3d will still of density will still be here. Oh but, right, right. It's not really yeah. going away. It's just we're we're yeah. moving into another yeah. density to work with. Yeah. Mm. Well, we're bringing it down here, kind of heaven on earth, if oh. you will, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, kind of. He- yeah, the heaven Ooh. on earth. Okay, so let's see. Now, what do you want to know about the about the which one should we look at first? Um, how about the podcast? What do you see around that? I definitely feel it now. I don't know if you stick with it or not. I feel like you could, guys could become a little nomadic, or you are. There seems to be a lot of transition coming in for you. So you may be doing, or you're doing it in a d- different way. Maybe it's a different cons- type timing or consistency on it. I do see a mm. lot with you with, um, which is interesting, with some form of art. That makes sense. Oh. Or artist oh. expression. Yeah. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm actually looking into yes. color therapy, too. So that's oh, my topic connection. Okay. Okay. So that may be more of what you're uh, – yeah, because there's, there's something brewing. There's some new artist, art focus that has to, you know, which tells me that that's kind of what you're saying already, right? Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, so that if you follow if you if you follow that, that's going to open the doors. The artistic whatever flow. it is that you're, the artistic flow, whatever that is, that's going to. Oh yeah, because whenever you're in that yeah. artistic artistic flow, you are bringing down that higher consciousness and working with your higher self. Yes. Yes. So for you, it's also going to put you into um, the the energy of what's unfolding for you, okay, the vibration and energy, and then you're going to know 
what areas you want to express this. Because podcast is this express it's just expressing a certain part of what somebody does, right? A certain interest or focus. Right. You could say it's a, a uh-huh. tool or a vehicle for expression. So once you get what you're doing, what you're into, you're gonna go, Oh, I wanna do this or do it this way and share this way and have this then you're gonna know the medium to use. What type of medium mm. to use and what specific medium or mediums to use within your um, dissemination because that's really what when we talk about podcasts or radio or anything or posting on so it's social media it's it's a medium of expression in a way of disseminating some information or insights or what people or what just someone enjoys doing or interests what you want to get out there so that seems to unlock the door for you Ooh, okay. Wow. All right, Bree. Thanks for calling Thank in. Thank you so much, Michelle. And I love your YouTube, You're... by the way. Oh, my gosh. We watched oh. your pick a card. It was just so spot on. Oh, very cool. Thank you, Bree. Thank, Thank you so you much for, for your insight. <laughs> You're welcome. Big hug. Talk to you. All right. Big hug. Bye. Bye. Okay, I'm waiting to see our guests. I've got a 209 number for you guests, so where, I don't see. Put, raise your, let's see. I hope I have the right number. Let me see here. Yeah, 206-214, but I'm not seeing that number. So if you have a different number, please let me know in the chat. That's the number I'm waiting to see. Okay, let's try this one here. Hi, you're on air. Ciao, Michelle. It's Zoe. Hey, Zoe. Howdy. Uh, Ha, so good to hear everybody and everything tonight. Um, Right? what, What awesome thing. So... I'm actually calling in because I had some interesting <clears throat> some interesting things that have been happening over the past month, and not just m- myself but other people I work with and and stuff like this and I've just noticed like a bunch of crazy things happening, you know, like things kind of like um you know uh trees falling down and water coming in and um a lot of uh, myself and other people kind of doing purging and other things like this. And I'm just curious because I realize that this isn't a uh, just solely happening to me thing. It's kind of like a collectively happening thing because I have different people from all over the world um, experiencing similar situations. So I'm just mm-hmm. curious what your what's your vibe, what's your view, what's your opinion is. Because at first I was like, whoa, I didn't know if it was like a collective energy. I was like, is this me and I shouldn't be here? Do I need to be moving? Like, am I doing something wrong? You know, like, um, which is weird to have as a as a first thought. But like after like a, the third or fourth thing happened, it was like definitely like, am I missing a signal? <laughs> you know, um, so I'm just <laughs> curious about if you just learned the trees anybody come- else. Yeah, just, I mean, it's just like a lot. Like, I feel like, um, I feel like a lot of the energy is definitely like old things creating space or to 
build new things stronger. I mean, that's like my general vibe. Well, yeah. But, um, you I've know, had a lot of clients and people calling me, telling me, you know, they're having, they're feeling sick, they're getting, they're purging, they're having, you know, it's like yeah. weird. Um, so I'm not sure what the vibe is. Is this, is this like an upgrade, you know, or is this like a, what's your... Um, no, it's all of it. I, and I've been talking about in the pick a card and also in the Patreon. I've been diving deeper into this, so you're definitely tapping into this. Yeah, it, well, right now we're in a transition. For, there's a lot of completion and ending and moving on, and so that's happening in situations, individually, collectively, within individual relationships and circumstances, but it's just happening also in the, I love the word zeitgeist in the the energetic flow, the morphogenic field, the unified field of consciousness. You're you're seeing this, the energy wrapping up to activate in new areas. So there can be closings, ending, a lot of stuff coming up emotionally for people to just purge, to release, to look at again. And purging and releasing can just sometimes be acknowledging it and processing and being with it. It's it's all about letting things come up more from the body. This is really about getting into the body or embodiment of the higher yeah. vibrational frequencies. So, yeah, there is a lot of that that is taking place. Um, and and because what's starting to happen, and, uh, and I, I've been seeing a lot with my clients and people I'm working with in various groups, they're, they're, they are experiencing this as well. Um, so I'm sure other people are, you know, yeah. Also, is is a detaching. Yeah. Well, there's a something. Yeah. Well, there's a detaching of the past, the the emotional uh, charge on the past, and being stuck or connected on the past. So you're going to see a lot more sent less sentimentality. Now we could also say because astrologically we're going into a time uh, we're going out of an emphasis of of uh, Earth. Uh, and water into air, fire and air. And air signs are, uh, you know, they're, they're not this always so warm and fuzzy, depending on what other, you know, planets they have and what yeah. signs. So we're go- going more in that mental realm. So there is less sentimentality. There's less attachment. There's bonding, but there's less maybe romanticism yeah, of the past. Right? Less yeah. Yeah, well, there'll be more compassion. No, Aquarius, because Aquarius is a is a air sign. They're, Aquarians have a lot of compassion, but there's a reason why uh, they are able to be in big groups or kind of do the tough jobs, kind of like Scorpio, like surgeries. I mean, they're good with just yeah. getting in there in an emergency. So yeah, so there there is this kind of what we have pictured it's like the a, earth a type plane. of disconnect right like the ability to well kind of that's the lower like vibration of it that's the lower that's the lower harmonic the lower vibration of it it's really the romanticism or sentimentality the attachment it's a bonding and appreciation for the past or love but but it's really to free people up because we have a lot of attachment to I should do this because I'm this, I'm this, I'm this color, I'm this race, I'm this religion, or this my family, or it's my family so I should tolerate this bad behavior. Uh, you know how people are. Or, so this, this idea of sticking with things just to stick with things, Aquarius doesn't do that. So that is one of the things no. that we're learning next. How do we have the love, the compassion, but just cut the cord and move on? 
right? Yeah. yeah. So that's part of what you're seeing and experiencing also. So that's a lot of what I'm feeling because I'm like, am I, am, am like, am I going to be moving soon? Like what is happening? You know, like, because I'm, I'm feeling a lot of um, like, uh, I don't know like the word for it, but yeah, like, di- like discombobulated, like a kind of like a, you know, like when you get, when the wave gets big, you know, and you're out in the wave and you kind of get tossed around because you can't swim through it correctly. Like that's a little bit what I feel like. I'm like, what's going on? You know, I feel like I'm being. Well, that's also the um, energies. It, it's, it's very other dimensional. It's very extended or expanded into the subtle energy. So I would just say do what's in front of you and kind of, you know, wait it, weigh it out, wait it out and see where you're guided, you know. All right, sweetie, I've got to go. I've got to find out where our guest is. If our guest isn't here, we'll just keep doing readings. But I'm not seeing Amazing. the number that well, I lovely have. lovely to talk yeah. to you. As you always. too. Miss Thank you. you. Yeah. Miss Lots you of love too. Big hug. Bye. Big hug and love. Ciao, ciao. Ciao, ciao. Hi, you're on air. Hello. Come back. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hello. My name is Maria. Hello. Hello. Hi, Maria. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, I call it from New York, you know me. I want to ask you something, please. I'm going to move in. I'm going to go in Italy this year. And my daughter was married some part over there. You think they're going to see me again this year, the same guy? Oh, yes. Um, let's see. I'm see our guests in the chat. Okay. Um, yes, I do. Probably, maybe more. I don't know if it's maybe summer or a little bit after, like fall. She gonna meet. She gonna meet this same guy. Yes. Or find somebody new. Yes. They're so going to find the fiancé yes, over there? And yeah, tell him you'll find son. a place over there. You'll find a place. I yes. find the place I know for my daughter talking about it. It was meeting somebody last year in Italy. They're going to see him again. They're going to find somebody new. They're going to be a, a fiancé over there. A sale and a move, I feel. There'll be a sale and then a move. Sale and a move. You know, see nothing then else in my daughter. You know, see nothing else in my daughter. Find the, the same guy they made last year. Oh, that she. I'm not sure about that. I, I'm not. Sh- I'm not getting a clear re- read on that. And now, sorry, Maria, I'm a little distracted because I finally I had the wrong number for our guest. I had the wrong area code uh, oh. in her All right. write-up. All right. So I different from her. Per- yeah. Okay. Okay. Thank, thank you. you. I'm sorry about you. Thank you. Yes. Talk to you later. Call back again. Much peace. Call back again. All right. All right. We're on now with Heather Allison the Divine Feminine Guide, and an Activator. Hey, Heather, hi. 
Hi. Sorry about that. I, I had a different area code. So I was looking. I'm glad I put that to put in the chat. I was like, I had a different area code. So sorry about that. I don't know why. No, oh my gosh, it's okay. I actually love well, that how I are had you a doing? chance to listen a little, a little bit because oh, I loved what okay. you said. It's such a big conversation people tend to have about the whole 3D, 5D, all the other Ds, and I yeah. it, it warmed my heart so much to hear what you said, which is that, like, it's still going to be here. We're not trying to get away from it, basically. It's just about bringing heaven to earth because that's literally what my work is all about. So I was like, oh, oh yeah, good. I'm in the right place. <laughs> ah. Well, perfect. Well, okay, two perfect confirmations and synchronicities from you because when I was reading your info – um, and I might have written down the number. I don't know where I got the 209, but I was feverishly waiting. Um, so I'm glad you went in the the, the chat. I've been tapping yeah. into the whole idea of activation, that we're now in a phase mm. of being these activators and, and connect to activate. We're meant to be activating. And I just did a whole little video for my Patreon about activation. And what do I see in your info? Activator. <laughs> Perfect. So if you would, so good. yes. So I mean, share what you will, you know, about your own um, first awakening and awakening to what you're doing. But mm-hmm. I also would love to get your take on just what you said, heaven on earth. About the give people a little more context because I didn't go into it a lot about the three D, five D, and all these Ds that people think they're disappearing. People, we all wish you're just zap going to a place yeah. that's very cushy. Um, and then also mm-hmm. about this activation and how you are an activator. So I'm gonna. I know that I'm giving you a lot, um, but I really want to get your uh, take on all that. Yeah. Where do you want me to start? What would feel good to start with? Let's just tap in a little bit about your first awakening. I always like to do that, and then awakening to what you're doing now. And then we can go into, you know, even Divine Feminine Guide and as an activator, what does that mean? What does it mean to activate? Mm-hmm. And then a little bit on the 3D, 5D, et cetera, all the Ds levels. Yeah. So we could start like that way. <laughs> all the Ds. Sure. All the Ds, um, yeah. Yeah, so my uh, spiritual awakening happened, uh, awakening happened quite late, well, at least it seemed in my view to happen kind of late. I was 40 when it really kind of suddenly and profoundly um, cracked me open. Um, I had just kind of been doing the usual thing, you know, like trying to figure out what I'm supposed to do with my life and trying to find the right relationships and all of the other things. And um, a series of events kind of transpired where, um, well, a few things happened where I just kind of started following the the subtle callings the little things like kind of honoring the little the little nudges that we have that we tend to go like yeah but that doesn't make sense or maybe someday or whatever and I started actually taking steps for them um, when I was feeling them even if they didn't seem like they made much sense and through a series of those experiences uh, I ended up signing up for a coach training program just because I had found this woman's work um, I was desperately Googling some stuff about like finding the right relationship or how do I know it's the right one or what am I doing wrong because I've been married in a really, really toxic and damaging marriage um, and then had two other relationships that also didn't work. And I was like, what am I getting wrong here? What is going on? What am I missing? And I found this work that really spoke to I don't know, something mythic, something deeper in me that was very like 
deeper in my psyche, deeper in my consciousness, that it just vibrated something for me. And it happened to be related to kind of the feminine and masculine energetics of relationships. And I started playing in that realm and exploring her work. And I was like, I just want all of the information. How do I get all of this information? It turned out she offered a coach training. I was like, well, that sounds like I'd get all the information there. So I signed up. And it was like such a whim. I've never spent, I think it was like $5,000 at the time. And I don't think I'd ever spent that much money on anything like all at once without thinking about it more than 10 minutes. I was just like done doing it. Um, And training was set to happen, set to start about six months later. And I got laid off Mm -hmm. from my job the day before it started. And I was like, oh, okay, so we'll just do this then. And I was like, all right, I see you, universe, I hear you. You know, I had fancied myself a mystic for, or at least thought that I might be one, but I didn't really know how to turn it on. I didn't really know how to access it. I kind of always wished somebody would like see it in me and just be like, confirm it, that tell me that I'm psychic, tell me that I'm intuitive and then show me how to remember. Um, And that actually did end up happening, but not in the way that I thought. So uh, training was about six months long. And a few months after that, I had a dream where I was in an ancient Egyptian temple and a man appeared to me and offered to be my teacher. And I said, yes, in the dream. And he like, oh, I'm just, I'm, I'm writing my book right now and I'm writing the whole experience down. And it's just like, I still feel it every time I, I tell this story, but um, he just beamed. Mm. He just was so elated that I said yes. And there was even this moment in the, in the dream where there's almost this like password this is what it felt like to me where he asked me a question and I answered and it seems like I was like, I, I said the right thing. And he was like, yes. Um, and so then he invited me deeper into this temple, showed me sacred books and, you know, introduced me to other people who would be my guides and teachers and things like that. And I woke up just thinking it was a cool dream until a couple, probably a month or so later, I started experiencing things in my waking life that were from the dream and, and to such a degree and such a frequency that I was like, what is happening right now? And I kind of couldn't ignore it. I couldn't pretend that it wasn't so coincidental and so synchronistic and like all the things that I was like, it was just bananas. And it kept happening so much and in such an intense degree that I was like, all right, listen. And I sat down and I just... I was so afraid of what I was going to be connecting to. Like I didn't want it to be anything dark or scary or, you know, not good. Right. And so I was like, listen, I will, I will listen to this particular playlist or this particular album of music and meditate. And when I do that, I will let you talk to me and I will let you show me things, but that's it. Like can't bring anything here. Like my body is mine. My energy space and my field is mine. Like all, I was so terrified, but he did. And he started showing me things and telling me things that like had my jaw on the floor and things that I could never have imagined. And, and it's just um, over the course of continuing to, to drop in with him, I call him my cosmic teacher. Um, we created more and more trust, obviously. And, and through that, there's been, you know, other guides that have appeared and deepening in with my, my soul and her voice and all of these other things that I, um, that I do now and that I experience now and that has really uh, has become the work that I teach because all of the things that he's been teaching me go into the work that I teach. That does. That does. So you got guided. One thing I want to go back to, um, and I'm not forgetting about the activator and 3D, yeah. 5D, et cetera, um, is what you said about the little things. I think that's so important that mm-hmm. you were doing 
the the small things, the little things, which another synchronicity I, in the video I talked about this. <laughs> I love it. I love the oh my god, the, perfect how. Right? I was saying if you do the little things, it's easier when you're manifesting the quote-unquote bigger things, you know, or what we perceive to be mm-hmm. bigger for us. Um, can you talk a little bit about that, how that looked for yeah. you, and maybe for people what to look out for, I guess, in their own life in regards to this? Yeah. Yeah, and it's such a big deal. This is one of the – so. As part of the work that I do, I, I guide mystery schools for, for women. I am starting to work with men as well. It takes on a little bit of a different flavor and, you know, kind of help translate some of the work that I do with women into being for for those who identify as men. But um, this is one of my favorite things to see is when women come to this work simply because they have a feeling, because they're like, I don't know. I, I barely understand what you're talking about. I don't really understand. Like, I don't really understand what this calling is or what this feeling is. I just feel like there's something here and I'm letting myself follow the nudge and follow the whisper because that is literally them beginning to listen to the mystery. That's them beginning to let themselves enter the mystery. We're such forgetting beings here in this density. I heard you talking about that too, that we, we operate in such linearity of like, this needs to make sense. What's the plan? Like, how do I move so that I have, like, maintain control over everything? Like, is this the right decision, right versus wrong decision? Um, All of these things that keep us in this very limited and linear experience. And the more we can let ourselves listen to the small, subtle voices inside, the subtle whispers, the things that are, that are coming from not our brains, but from places inside of us or, or, or winks that we see around us and what have you, the more we can let ourselves listen to those things um, and take some kind of action for them. It doesn't have, you don't have to, I always tell my clients this, you don't have to go leap off a cliff, right? But, but like, can you start taking steps? Can you start what I call honoring the, the callings, those little subtle voices of the mystery of your intuition, of your, of your soul and, and begin to like create more space for, for for that to enter, for the miracle realms to enter, for our soul to enter and to, to, to guide us more powerfully. The way I did that was um, <laughs> the, um, so like I did some work with a, a really dear friend of mine, Elisa Romeo. She wrote a book called Meet Your Soul. I actually went to high school with her. Um, so we've been friends for a really long time. And I was doing work with her to like meet my soul. And I had met, quote unquote, met my soul through her work. But I kind of felt like I was always making it up. Because I was like, well, I'm not psychic like she is. I'm not that kind. Of, like, I am like, I had some, like, oracle cards and I liked crystals. But I'm like, I'm not that kind of, I wish I were that psychic, but I'm not that psychic. Um, and even just opening the door like that and going like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with this because this is kind of, it feels right. It feels true. It feels like it might be, I kind of feel like I'm making it up, but I'm going to allow it to, I'm like, I'm going to give it the benefit of the doubt and just go with it and see where it wants to to guide me. Even that is like Mm -hmm. opening the door enough to kind of allow in the mystery and allow in the miracle realms, if you will. Um, So one of the ways that I did that, like I said, was I feel something in this work, in this, you know, it was very kind of surf, like, it was very like kind of how to get that guy, <laughs> masculine and feminine energetics. Um, but I was like, I feel something in this. Something is like, I recognize something in this and I'm going to let myself play in it a little. And when that started feeling like it was 
opening things for me or started feeling more aligned or started feeling like I was more curious about it, I let myself open that door a little bit more and then I invested in the coach training. And it's the series of those little things um, that like the small step begets the next bigger step and then the, that begets the next bigger step. And, and the more you can just kind of allow yourself to open the door a little bit more and a little bit more and follow things that don't really make sense um, that's when the mystery gets to come in more and more and more. That's kind of a lot of the work that I do with my clients too, is really help prune away all of this like patriarchal and wounded energetic conditioning that we have to not like to disbelieve until we have proof. Um, Cause we, we will never get out of speaking of like the dimension, the 3d, 5d conversation. We'll never get out of this kind of like very dry, very linear, very just like machine based <laughs> experience if we're not going if we're not willing to step beyond it and stepping beyond it means we have to move before we have proof of things yeah you know something as you're sharing this um your take on this it really just hit me and made sense you know we want the subtle but then we don't listen to the subtle Mm -hmm. and so it right you know we're not going to cut right connect into that aspect of ourself and life unless we practice by listening and feeling the, the subtle, the subtle promptings. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So it's interesting because a lot of people say they want to get out of 3D, they want 5D, but they're not. That's the listening to the subtle promptings, the subtle messages, the subtle the small signs, and not discounting mm-hmm. them. And then that's right where the traction I find gain. You know, then you start gaining traction. Yeah. And things happen more and more and more and more and more, and it's you know it's it just easier. You know, yeah. it's easier to yeah, like if we're gonna roll. I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Sorry, <laughs> I was just gonna agree with you. Like it's that's a really good and helpful way to think about dimensions. It's not a different place. It's a layer of subtlety. It's like 3D is most obvious, right? In its density, that's the stuff that we can knock on and touch, and like it's already here. And like they, as we kind of get into higher dimensions, they become they are subtle realms. They're the subtlety realms. They are more and more invisible, if you will. And I mean invisible by both what we can't see because it's like uh, energetic around us, but it's also the stuff inside of us, right? It's emotions. We can't see those. It's our, in our, our resonance, right? How, what feels true for us, what feels like truth and what feels aligned for us, our intuition, our channel, that still quiet voice of our soul that requires a certain amount of stillness and listening in order to hear it because she's, typically not going to granted sometimes she can take the cosmic two by four to us and be like you're not listening so i'm gonna you know make you sick or i'm gonna like like have you you know twist an ankle so you slow down and listen to me or whatever but most of the time she's speaking us to us in with this like subtle still voice um so you can think about like if you want to exit this denser space you have to be willing to touch into and listen into the higher subtle higher and more subtle realms um, and, and be willing to to move with them. So, yes, exactly. Yeah. And the other thing uh, I wanted Sue to share the, around that, too, is like the – Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, please. No, go ahead. Please. It's the, it's the same as um, – I, I, I talk about this a lot, too. I loved what you said. Like, we want the subtle, but we don't listen to it. It's the same um, way that I talk about the feminine, where really everything that we crave as humans – comes from the feminine energetics, comes from her, her, her energy field, if that makes sense, where it's connection and love and 
clear connection, like clear understanding and, and feeling and knowing of our intuition. It's, it's intimacy. It's, it's wholeness. It's like, it's just all, it's feeling on purpose and aligned. It's all of these things that are felt and experienced in ways that we can't kind of plot on a spreadsheet, you know? So these are the things that we crave the most as humans. And yet we've been so conditioned and so trained to fear her, to reject her, to, to devalue her and, and only value the things that are of the feminine, which is like linear and logical and, uh, sorry, of the masculine that is linear and logical and, um, you know, makes sense and is is like a straight line more than it is this thing that we can never, that is ineffable and the things that we can never define, if that makes sense. So I love that you're talking about this. It feels very, very related. Yeah, and so important we have, you know, because we don't have a lot of reflections of of the subtlety, you know, the the, the mainstream mm-hmm. consciousness and world the reinforcement and conditioning is very, very dense. And there's a lot of fear yeah. in what is subtle, you know, or the pause, the quietness, the, you know, that, uh, which I find very interesting too, Heather, because that is also our power, our empowerment. I mean, once we get more comfortable with that aspect of our being, there's a tremendous amount of power and empowerment that we open up to. Again, I call it like a quiet mm-hmm. power, you know, it's the ability to to direct, and you know, you said something because you said you know she, you know, the divine feminine. Uh, research has shown, and I kind of knew that you know, many of us have known this, and we've talked about this, instead, especially in holistic therapies of different uh, sorts, and uh, the, the feminine that the feminine is actually able to multitask. You know, it's very interesting from a male or, let's say, a masculine or patriarchal point of view. There's been this research about how multitasking is so stressful. But the thing is, the feminine, and there's been research how the feminine women, and especially mothers, multitask all the time, that they can be and it's because they relax their conscious. Like in other words, if you're trying to multitask from a place of, I don't know, squeezing tight energy of making something happen, but women and particularly mothers, and there was research on this, which I found interesting how the the the, the predominant research of don't do that, it's stressful, is is out there in the world. But then there's this other research saying how women do this all the time, and the citing the examples with mothers is that they could be cooking or doing something, but yet they always they have their ear or eye for the, their child. You know, what's the child doing? And if someone comes in, they're able to say, acknowledge them, uh, you know, and say hello or, or pick up the phone and answer the phone while they're doing, you know, the, the example they used was cooking or whatever. Uh, but you can see it also when, um, you know, I've seen on podcasts, sometimes I'm watching YouTube, and, kids will come in or the dog will come in and the the host is podcasting and just, oh, just a minute. And they're, and they're just navigating, you know, in a very mm-hmm. unstressful way. And that tends to ha- be able to happen when we're more in that feminine energy or allowing that energy because there's a recognition of this interconnectedness of everything and everyone anyway. You're living more from that space. It's a mergy kind of space, that, that feminine space. 
so my my point is that this can also be likened to being in different dimensions or realities or or be able to be okay with those overlays of realities. The only way we're going to be able to do that is being more in the feminine energy, being more magnetic. We can't mm-hmm. do it right from the from the purely the masculine. It just doesn't. It does cause stress, distress. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. There's so much here. This is amazing. I'm taking notes feverishly because I'm like, I want to talk about all of this stuff, but that's exactly it. We'll have to have um, you back on again for a longer conversation too, mm because I'm so, you know, I had two different, I would love that. uh, Yeah. Area codes for you. And the one that I looked at on the calendar was two zero nine. And then I guess in the bio you had it. That's why I'm glad I'm now I know to do that, to put in the chat. Hey guest, if you're here, um, but anyway, yeah, if you can tap into that, what are you getting? Yeah, so a couple of things. Um, one, I just want to clarify for anybody listening to that, like, feminine and masculine doesn't equate to male and female. Those are, we all have yep. feminine and masculine within us. And, and, and so I wanted to just clarify that, too. But, but yeah, absolutely. The you know, I, I feel like it's the flavor or the tone of, of quote-unquote, multitasking, right, where for me it's kind of like, the tone that we want or the flavor that we want of multitasking is like a, a being with, right? Like it's a being with mm-hmm. without over attachment to one thing or another thing, which is, you know, just as an example, a woman that I did some work with in the past, um, would we would be on a Zoom call and, um, you know, as my mentor and she would have a toddler running around in the background and she would put me on, you know, mute herself and actually listen to what her toddler was saying and then come back to me. And there was a part of me that was like annoyed at first, like I'm paying for this, like, wow, you're supposed to be paying attention to me. But, but it's coming back to like the okayness of well, that's of being <laughs> in mess and being with a yeah. bunch of different things that are going on without feeling like it needs to look a certain way. I actually, that yeah. was such a great teacher for me was just knowing that, that there is not a one right way of, or that you have to be so over-focused and stick with one thing at the same time. And there's medicine yeah. in that. Um, but there's like, we don't want the kind of multitasking where it's crazy and dizzy and spinning you out. And there's so much either, right? We want it to be a form right. that's, that's deep presence, right? Where it's like I can be with this, with deep presence, with both of these things with deep presence. And that's how I felt with her ultimately, if that makes sense. So you're absolutely right because if we're if we're yeah. starting to listen to – oh, and the other thing I was going to say is um, in my coach training, I absolutely credit me coming into more of the feminine energy with my spiritual awakening because it is – she is – and it is our vesselhood that allows us to be connected with our soul and connected with our intuition. And it's like being more in our bodies and being more in tune with the subtle realms. And that's what the feminine is all about. So those things are not, yeah. that's not a coincidence. It's exactly what allowed me to come into my spiritual awakening. Um, and you're absolutely right. Like if we're going to tap into other dimensions, we have to be, we have to get better and better and better at both having our foot, our feet here in this dimension mm-hmm. and, and taking action for our human and for, you know, the, the human needs that we have here while we also are listening deeper and listening higher and listening to with more subtleties and with more devotion to things that quote unquote don't make sense here. And, and it is, that is a, absolutely a form of multitasking and it asks for presence with both, not just one or the other. Yeah. I like that. 
Yeah, it seems to be it's a it's a rebalancing and perhaps a re-understanding or new understanding of that divine feminine and masculine, the masculine feminine within us and within the world, the electrical magnetic. Because we don't, I mean, the feminine is the magnetic, right, and the masculine is the electrical. Mm-hmm. And we don't, those polarities, whatever it looks like on the outside, creation comes with those with those polarities coming together, you know, kind of mm-hmm. nudging up or kissing each other. <laughs> so it seems yeah. like the polarity within us is changing and, and maybe to recognize that. Um, and I like what you said about the presence because I think it is in that flow state. And, again, we only can check in with ourselves to see, you know, am I manically doing a bunch or, you know, and that could be things that you're do- to do, that yeah. could be things in your mind. Whatever it is, or is there a, a flow with this? Is it is it is it making sense, or am I making it the, from the ego, per, per, you know, perspective? I would say if there's competition, it's very interesting. I've been looking at this lately, and I don't know your take on it, but the whole idea of this like one-upmanship and competition. Um, Mm-hmm. which is very much the warrior energy. And, and, of course, you need a little of that, otherwise we wouldn't be, you know, it can be called motivation or inspiration. But we have so much of it. It's so harsh. It's such a harsh energy. Um, it's noisy. I don't know. I can just feel it. I, and I always have as a kid. I just, it's just, I don't know, so antithetical to my mm-hmm. my vibration. But I feel yeah. like if there's a lot of that, it's very hard to get into that, divine feminine or allow the divine feminine to have more expression when we have too much of the other. Well, it's a form of, so she's very much about the both and, right? Her form of wholeness is both and. It's, it's not an either or, either or is a limiter and it's, and it's a masculine thing because masculine is about like discernment to like, right. We need both of them. Right. So we actually want our discernment, which is how we identify and clarify what is for us and isn't for us or what is aligned and isn't aligned or what, right. So it's not like we only want the feminine. We want both of these, but that's kind of the point is, is right. she's all about the, the both. And, and so, yeah, exactly. Right. Like competition. Well, here's comparison. A... Those are either or energetics. Those are, there can exactly. only be, enough for me or enough for someone else or what have you. We must have similar guy or, or, or messages because in 2011, some of my channelings, uh, what, I, what the guides were saying is to say and and both, to not to <laughs> stop either or, that God always comes from the place mm-hmm. of and and both. And, yeah. and also the other thing that they ch- gave me was life-enhancing. And so that this is good, this is bad, mm. or this is male or fem- female, because it, it's, it's both, and, and, or negative and positive, yeah. because there's negative and positive. The negative is actually the feminine. That's the, the negative principle in creation. The void is the, is, the, is the feminine. So they said, you know, start using life-enhancing or life-affirming instead of this is good or mm-hmm. this is bad. So this is negative, and that's positive, but also the and and both. So I started doing that and saying anytime you're making a decision and you have and, you can bring and and both, then you're tapping into that higher vibrational frequency. You're literally tapping into God or the universe or the all that is. Yeah. Because it doesn't work. Yeah. The ego works in either or. So. 
Heather, I love it. That's mm-hmm. like that's yeah. like three things so far. Three things. At least there might have been more. At and least, I, yeah, right? you're might have been more. <laughs> right. So for me, that's like. Um, I love that life affirming that that I tend to use the term like kind of well I call it like natural magic if you will which is it's really about coming into the form of energetics and the form of magic that's about the thriving for the whole and and again it's like the both and it's so and and this applies to whether it's self and other or human and higher like 3D and 5D or above or whatever it's like can because that's co-creation, right? That's the energetics of co-creation. So can we be making choices that are honoring both? Kind of like what I was saying. It's like, can we make choices that honor both the human and the higher? Can we make choices that honor yeah. self and other? And can we make choices, again, that's like the both and, that's the, that's the quote-unquote multitasking, that's, um, that's wholeness. That is, uh, that is our, our wholeness. What else did you say that I wanted to talk about um, or I wanted to speak to? Um, I received this work in a, in a little bit of a different way. So most of my work is actually channeled um, insofar as the model I was given. And it's all just models, right? It's all just stuff given, handed to us as humans so that we can try to understand it with our linear minds, right? So this is not the only model, I'm sure. Um, but um, I was given this this understanding, this model of the feminine masculine as the feminine is actually, um, she is she is the both and, and the masculine is the separation of both and into either or, if that makes sense. So, mm-hmm. like, um, I – how do I want to put this? So she actually embodies duality in my work where it's not just that, like, masculine is the light and feminine is the dark. He's the positive and she's the negative. It's actually that she is the duality because she is, embodies both in her truest form. She is wholeness of everything chaos and void, allness and nothingness, all of it. And he is that sing- that line of singularity that runs through the center, if that makes sense, and makes it possible to have light and dark and positive and negative. Does that make sense? It's a bit of a different twist on this, but it's really, really well, powerful, it, and it brings it, in – um, kind of, oh, go ahead. Well, it just kind of goes into form and formlessness in a way, because the mm-hmm. formlessness – it, and within the void, I mean, if you take it that step further, because in the void, everything is there. The, dark, the light, mm-hmm. the dark, the positive, all is in the void. And the, the, the cosmic womb, which is the divine feminine. Yeah. Um, and then the, that's yeah. the formlessness. But everything, yeah, everything is, um, it contains everything. And it's, it's mm-hmm. the male aspect that becomes form that separates out from that everything. It becomes more pointed um which is yeah, i received it a little bit. bit differently but that's not like i don't think either of them is wrong it's just it goes a little yeah. bit different uh, uh it kind of unfolds a little bit differently over here i received um kind of so i work with what i call the archetypal trinity which is the divine feminine the divine masculine and the creator archetype or the primordial feminine and and it's just a little bit i have i have like visuals that i can share about this and i'm actually creating a little bit of a free um, micro course to kind of walk through the this the perspective that that I received around yeah. this and the model that I received to work with. Um, but I don't believe any of them are wrong. They're just different ways of looking at the same the same energetic. Depending on what someone's learning, you know. I mean, again, the understanding of the form or the void being has all of it. That I'm just saying that would be the overlap there of what you're saying that mm-hmm. the divine feminine has both. 
because in the void is the potential. It's always the becoming. So it has everything in it, in that becoming. Yes. You know. Uh So yeah. Anyway, I could go on and on and on, Heather, but we're 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 um we're over time. I don't know people people that are listening Mm -hmm. via phone. You can hear us the chat. You're welcome. Sue says thank you. Uh, also oh, flexibility, but not rigid with discipline. You're welcome, everyone in the chat. Thank you for being here. Um, let's see, do we have any questions in the chat? No. Um, all right, Heather, how can people find you? What's the best way for people to connect with you? The website? Yeah, they can find me um, on my website at heather-allison.com. It's got two L's. Um, I'm also on Instagram. I am Heather Allison. Um, you can also Follow me on Facebook as well. My personal um, my personal profile is Heather Bruce Allison, so you can find me in any of those channels. Um, but the, the nice place to start is my website, because you can pretty much find everything that you need there. Very cool. Well, I have loved this fun and enlightening conversation. Really have. Um, me too. Thank you so here. much, and all the synchronicities. Looks- I know, right? I love it. I love it. I was like, boom, there's another one. There's another one. There's another one. Um, All right, till next time. You take good care. Beautiful. Thanks so much. Bye. All right, gang, thanks for being here, everyone. Um, And also, wow, what a fun, fun uh, conversation with Heather. That was absolutely great. Um, Everyone, thanks for being here and co-creating this. As always, um, if you didn't get your question answered or the reading you wanted or whatever you wanted to share or ask, uh, here next Wednesday. Um, Also, you can always in the comments on Instagram, you could ask questions there or on either the Awakenings with Michelle Mache podcast on YouTube or the Soul Insights and Tarot, either way. Um, Also, if you want to do a deeper dive into metaphysics, spirituality, and spiritualism, as well as esoteric studies, you can connect with me and our Patreon. Um, Also, I think there's links in the description box. I feel so good from this conversation, and I know you do too as well. Um, Let me know how you liked it and if you learned anything and if you applied anything that we were talking about today. All right, lovely soul lights, as always, continue to shine your light, share your insights, and of course, keep away. Awakenings broadcast every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific Time. Archive shows available on iTunes. For continued awakened conversations and insights, join the Awakenings group on Facebook. And check out Michelle's blog at soulplayground.com. And keep awake. Are you